This right here is the Twib You are now listening to Twib FM. Real talk, real awesome. Finally, I'm finally free. Finally, I'm finally me. Finally, I'm finally free. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie. I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to our show tonight. Um, Our topic is about summer TV and blurred TV, and we'll get to the discussion later on and talk about um, what we mean by blurred TV. Um, But before we get started on our topic and I introduce our co-host, I just want to make a couple of announcements. Um, As you know, we are on Twibularity. So uh, make sure you check out Twibularity. There's several different ways that you can listen to us. I know a few of you guys have tweeted me um, going, hey, how can I listen into the Black Girl Nerds podcast? Uh, Since we used to be on Blog Talk Radio, things have shifted a little bit. Uh, So uh, you can go to twib.me forward slash subscribe and you can elect to subscribe to the Black Girl Nerds podcast. Um, Also, uh, you can listen to us, of course, live using uh, the link twib.fm forward slash live. And then you can also go to your mobile app on your phone. There is a fancy dancy mobile app with the Twibularity. So if you use your Android phone or your iPhone, uh, just type in the Twibularity and you can find that app and listen from your phone. Um, Also, there's in case you missed it posts that will pop up on Black Girl Nerds. Uh, dot com and you can listen in there so you've got plenty of options um it's up to you what you choose to do um when and where um, but that's how you can listen in to our podcast um as always you can do two things you can either give us a call and talk to us or you can tweet with us so the phone number to call in tonight if you have any questions or comments about our summer tv show topic phone number is 718-404-9320 or you can use the hashtag BGN podcast. And that BGN podcast hashtag allows you to jump into the discussion. And we will be sure to tweet your questions and address your comments on the air. So our co-hosts today are LaTanya and Shelly. Um, I will pass the virtual mic over. Uh, LaTanya, uh, go ahead and just introduce yourself. Uh, tell everybody where you're from. Introduce yourself to the TWIB audience. Um, and any social media shout outs that you have, and then Shelly, and then we'll get to our topic. Sure. Um, well, I'm LaTanya. Um, I am a blogger and a party stylist, and my website is sprinklesandbooze.com. Um, all my social media contacts are on my website. Like, I'm trying not to talk too much, so you could just go in there. Um, I am from Connecticut, and it's gorgeous here today. We have beautiful weather, and that's about it. I guess it's me. Uh, this is Shelly Ellis. I'm a magazine editor and a author of um, fiction. Um, I uh, have a book that's coming out um, later this year in December called Yay. And Yes, I'm very excited about it. Um, if you want to find out more about me um, and my books, you can go to www.shellyellisbooks.com. Yay! Congrats on your book, Shelly, by the way. 
Shelly's really good. And you can see some of her posts um, on blackgirlnerds.com website. Um, so I do want to get to our um, show topic. And we also have Aaron with us as well, who's going to join in and, and chat with us about Blur TV. So, hey, Aaron. Uh, howdy. I just wanted to say, um, before I let you guys get to it, the theme song is amazing. I've always wanted to say it, but I never actually had you, like, had the theme song there and you here. So I can say, theme song is really great. I keep humming it to myself. <laughs> like, I, I've always have. And I just, now that you're here, like, really great. You can go on. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> well, kudos to Carolyn Malachi, who was also on our show last year. Uh, Grammy-nominated artist, Carolyn Malachi, um, for donating her song to the BGM podcast. So thank you again, Carolyn. Um, awesome song. So um, my first question is uh, to each of you. We'll start with Latanya and then Shelly and then Aaron. Um, what has been your favorite new show this summer and why? New show? Um, well, a lot of shows are new to me this summer. Um, like, I didn't start watching True Blood until this summer. So Ooh. it's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took me all of, like, two months to get caught up for the, the current season. Um, trying to think, what else have I been watching? Um, I love, love, love The Strand um immensely um i've been nerding over that for like the past like week and a half on twitter and um i think that's probably my favorite one but like i said a lot of the shows that i've been watching is me just basically getting caught up on things because i was so far behind on a lot of things um yeah, yeah I was, I Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that um i was uh, i was in the small minority of people that thought breaking bad was overrated until uh the proper combination of episodes and now i've been watching it and now i get it so i've been watching that all summer oh, so I, I didn't think it was i thought it was very very boring for like a season and like seven episodes and the people were like it gets going and i was like mm, i thought it always was going from mm. i was hooked from the pilot i was like yes yeah yes. me too <laughs> and i i also binge watched uh breaking bad so i yeah, I Me think too, I watched so it. I. I did too. Yeah, what was it? Five, six seasons. I watched it in like two weeks. It was wow, you're yeah. amazing. It was that good. It yeah. took me like a month and a half to finish it. I did the same thing. How about you, Shelly? All right, there are two shows that I fell in love with. One wasn't new, but it was new to me. Um, the first show that was new this season was True Detective. I've talked about it a lot yes. on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> That was a show that completely caught me off guard. Um, I, I, I think I didn't even want to watch it because when I heard the premise, I was like, oh, it sounds so boring. And then when I saw an episode, even part of the episode on HBO, I was instantly hooked and I went to Comcast and watched episode after episode after episode. And I'm like, this is the greatest show ever. Um, <laughs> Another show that I was a late adopter, but I acknowledge that I think it's great, is Orange is the New Black. Yes. Um, I love that show. I love the characters. I love the acting. I love um, the storytelling. I think it's original. Um, I, yeah, there's not too much bad I can say about that. Aaron, did you say um, any new shows that you liked other than Breaking Bad, or was that your new show? Uh, I guess True Detective would count as a new show, but I was right on it from day one, so I don't know. I was, I was, I enjoyed that show e e e immensely. I, I think that show was 
far and away the best show and that's the thing it ruined me for all the other shows in the year i don't really i'm not really enjoying like i i enjoyed tyrant and i enjoyed the strain but i realized i'm not enjoying it as much because i'm still kind of basking in the afterglow of true detective so i'm pushing it all back <laughs> until like october that's true I'm, I'm i'm owning it like i'm still i watched true detective twice like the whole season just twice wow I, so yeah, yeah. so that's, that's a good show matthew mcconaughey just Oh my gosh, he just blew me away he, in that show. Even yeah. though it seems like he's carrying the he same. He just character. blows me away, period. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen I the, concur. Have you guys seen the trailer for Interstellar? The Chris what Nolan movie? The Chris Nolan movie with the space or the skull? Oh, because yeah. it, it looks literally like he's the same. It looks like he's the same character from True Detective, except he's going into space, which may explain why he's so far gone in True Detective because he's been into space and saved the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards, he has to work at his work as a detective, and it's just you know it's why he's so gone in the show. <laughs> I've seen things, man. I've seen things. Love him to death. Well, my favorite shows. Um, I have two new shows that have been favorites of mine: The Strain. Um, I, I live tweet with you guys on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. on FX. Great show. It's, it's It's bloody. It's gory. It's nasty. It's crass. It's disgusting. And I and love it's it. it's really smart. <laughs> it's really smart, too. It's really smart, smart yeah. yeah. And it's, it's good to see good vampire horror that's not, like, you know, sexy vampires like True yeah. Blood or mm -hmm. hipster, twinkling vampires like Twilight. I mean, this is, like, hardcore you know, alien type, um, alien in terms of like just the special effects and the disgusting mucus of it all, alien <laughs> um, kind of vampires. And then my second, because I, I have to put in another one, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful blew me away this summer. And and I know for a lot of folks that, you know, Penny Dreadful, it's, it's an acquired taste, all right, because it's a Victorian Gothic horror and the show's pacing is very much like you're reading um, a Victorian novel. So it's, it's very slow. It's very nuanced. Um, but the performances are beautiful. Um, the cinematography is excellent. I mean, you can freeze frame a shot of Penny Dreadful and it would look like a filtered Instagram photograph. Like it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's that it's really, it's really good. And, um, Josh Hartnett surprised the crap out of me. Cause I was just like, wow, Josh Hartnett actually is a really good actor. Um, <laughs> Because I always felt kind of like meh about Josh Hartnett as an actor, but um, he he really blew me away. He has so. that weird. He's typecasted as that '90s heartthrob, so you're always <laughs> going to feel that whenever you hear Josh Hartnett. Like that yeah. just comes with him, you know. He 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 kills it on that show. So Penny Dreadful was one of those uh, surprising ones, and and they they reeled me in because Showtime did. I I didn't subscribe to Showtime at the at the time. Um, they did a free weekend when they premiered it. And uh, after seeing that first episode, I was like, okay, I'm calling my cable provider and I'm going to subscribe to Showtime now. So um, they, they did a really great job with that. So those are two, my two favorite shows of the summer. Um, and I'm going to read off a few tweets from folks because um, I went ahead and put that question out there. Uh, we've got Petra Chikasa. I hope I said that right. Uh, Orphan Black has been a favorite of hers. Um, the Strawberry Girl has said that Legend of Korra that she's fallen back in love with that. So it's a new show to her, um, Legend of Korra. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, and then Kemi says that his uh, new favorite show is Extant. That's another good one. Yeah. I see you tweeting about it all the time and I'm like, what is this? Like, I never heard of it until I saw you tweeting about it. I was like, what is that? And I, it's probably gonna be like True Blood where it took me forever to like really want to 
go for it. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about Extent a little bit later because um, there's some questions that I'm going to have later on and I'm going to elaborate on Extent. Um, but my next question for you guys is um, what summer show had the best season finale and which one had the worst season finale? Well, the one summer show that I watched hasn't had a finale as of yet, which is The Strand. Um, and like I said, everything else I watched was new to me. Um, so I'm going to pass, I guess. I can't answer that. <laughs> I'm going to pass <laughs> that question. <laughs> Shelly, it's you. I, well, I'm, I'm going to go with True Detective again because um, it's a... It's, it's a TV show that starts off really dark, and everybody talks about how dark it is, but then it gets weirder and weirder and weirder. And like, and I, like I talked about on Twitter, that scene in the tunnels, when you're, you have that moment, and you're like, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm loving it. Just keep going <laughs> with it. And, and that's how I felt, that it was just really, really smart, intense storytelling that I... I loved it. I loved it. Aaron, what about you? Um, I'd have to say True Detective, but not because of the, the finale was great, but the response to it, everyone was kind of annoyed because for some reason, because because of Matthew McConaughey constantly talking about mystical stuff and space and science, we all thought the show was going to take some sci-fi turn. When most of the time, the show objectively was mostly a police investigation into kidnappings and murders. <laughs> so the show just ended with a lunatic being shot in the forehead. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, where's space? What happened to Satan? Where's Satan? I was expecting Satan. I was like, no, actually, aside from Russ Cole constantly pontificating, it's just been a police investigation. They found a dude and they shot the dude and it's Miss K's clothes. They've done what they needed to do. And that's it. Now, I got a kick out of everyone being disappointed by the finale to Judy Tech. I was like, from episode one, they, they, they were hinting at it, but Jesus was not going to come down and give someone a suplex. It was never going to happen. It was just, it, it, just because of the rhetoric of the show doesn't mean the show is going to actually, you know, do, and the show's actually going to do that. So it was, it was really. No, but having like an interstellar universe appear in a tunnel. That dude, he, wasn't he stabbed in the chest? Yeah. <laughs> he was seeing stuff. <laughs> like, well, you're like, no, it, it, it stuck to you, the. The but yeah, I know. But, I'm like, yes, it did. But the, but and then, but it the dude, made a veer to the left where you're like, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you. I assume that if you put a knife through my chest, my sternum, I may see things differently for 45 to 50 seconds well, myself. This is true, but to be able to actually show it on screen is a leap that they've no been, other detective show would probably they've, they've been hinting at it but it just seemed like he was just a little off he was just a little off but that just seemed like <laughs> it seemed like russ cole so, the individual was more off than the case itself it didn't seem like the case had they seemed like the case wasn't very spiritual it seemed like russ cole had some issues he needed to sort out he's been seeing things <laughs> since episode one and at the end you put a knife in his chest he's still seeing stuff that's just him in character like he's always apparently if, he's a, if he would be a dairy queen he'd still be seeing stuff while ordering his ice cream <laughs> that's him <laughs> So I, you know, I just assume that that's just an individual character and not the theme of the series, theme of this of the uh, season. So that was my favorite finale and everyone's reaction to it. I do have a question now, um, not about this. It's about another show. So is Game of Thrones is that like technically a summer show? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that had All a right. new finale because that I'm like, great. wait a minute, does that count? Because that ended like it feels like eons ago but also <laughs> sidebar with game of thrones i also started watching it when i watched true blood like i just started 
I finished that in one week, like one week flat until the season premiere. But I guess that's my my jam for the summer, I guess. Because I was like, does that even count? I was like, wait, when did that happen? And I just Googled it and looked it up. I'm like, okay, I guess this is summer show. That's a summer show, right? Yeah. So, yeah. okay, cool. All right. Then that's my jam. That's my jam for everything <laughs> from here on out. I would All agree. Right. That had a great yeah, that was really good. A lot well, of folks like, on Twitter agree with that. Never too. disappointed me, so I, I don't even count them. They're like, they're the eight, they're eight student in class. They're like, well, I expected you to get an A. If you disappoint me, then I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. Like every week, I ask my boyfriend if it's time for Game of Thrones again. I'm like, when is Game of Thrones happening? Is it time? And he's like, <laughs> no, and he hates it because he's the one that got me into it. So I'm like, I'm ready for Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, let's do this. But yeah. Well, for me, my favorite um, season finale was uh, Orphan Black. I think they did a really excellent <laughs> job of giving us a really great cliffhanger because, uh, you know, the show from the beginning had this premise that all of the clones would be female. And now we find out that there are male clones out there. And this guy that's been cloned is crazy. He's a killer. Uh, so we really don't know what to expect. So I, I think they ended with a really nice uh, cliffhanger. And as far as the worst season finale, I might get some, <laughs> I might get some vitriol on Twitter from this one, but um, I, I would say The Walking Dead. Um, the Walking Dead just had a really bad. Oh, that counts too. Yeah, no, I agree too. Yeah, Girl, it just I'm with you on that. there, there was no, there was no cliffhanger. Like no. it just ended. You know what I'm saying? I, you, a really good show when it, there's a series finale or a season finale um, has this great cliffhanger that we are like, okay. What are we going to expect? That way we're amped up when the show begins. But The Walking Dead was just I like, mean, huh? Granted, I'm sure we all will be excited when it starts again. I think they know that they already have you hooked, so they don't really have to try too hard. So they know you're going to tune in come October. You're going to be like, oh my God, Walking Dead's back. But yeah. I totally agree with you. I felt like the finale was kind of like a middle season, like a mid-season finale. Even if that, it doesn't yeah. feel like it was more of that. But I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, uh, it, it wasn't a very eventful uh, ending. Um, so I'll go to Twitter. A lot of folks have their opinions on this. Um, Robert Young says that Arrow had a good season finale, True Detective and Penny Dreadful. Um, we have Stiletto Royalty on Twitter that says best season finale was Arrow, Scandal, and The Walking Dead. And the worst finale uh, was, I'm guessing True Blood will take the home prize. Just a hunch. <laughs> um, I, agree. I agree. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I agree. So, so tonight will be interesting. Got to say that for sure. Um, MJ Can on Twitter says, I think the best finale goes to Arrow. I haven't seen Arrow's finale yeah. yet. I'm, I I'm, I binge watched it. Yeah, I've been binge watching this weekend, Arrow. So um, I got some catching up to do because I think it comes back next month. Or no, October, I think. Next season comes back. Is it a mid-season finale or is it like a, like, is it? Okay, so no, it's done, right? Yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. done, but I, I think it comes I back um, during the fall. Uh, so, yeah. And then at Timey Wimey says Helix deserves some love, too. Its finale was good. That is yet another show I've not gotten hip to, but Helix has gotten a lot of uh, good reviews. So some good choices, you guys. Uh, so, yeah, we were talking about True Blood earlier, so that's going to lead me to my next question. Yeah. 
what the <laughs> F is going on with True Blood? <laughs> what the freakazoid? Um, what the fudge master? Um, what, what is going on with True Blood this season? Can anybody explain um, why True Blood just sucks? Well, okay. Like I told you guys, like I just started watching it. And honestly, um, when I started it, like I love the first like three seasons. I just kind of watched the other seasons as like background noise to other things. Like I couldn't get into it at all. So um, what is the season seven that we're on? So season six, I like it intrigued me again. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll pay attention. Like, this is good. This entire season has been complete rubbish. Like, I feel like I wasted like a month and a half of my life <laughs> trying to get up, caught up to get to this point. Like, I feel like I'm more, I mean, I get that people have been watching it for like years and they're invested, but I feel like super ripped off in a way. I don't know, it's weird. Like, it's such a weird thing. I'm like, I've been rushing trying to like get caught up so I could be like on top of this. And now I'm like, why did I do that? Like, what is happening? Um, I'm not into any of the plot. Like, it seems like everything is drawn out. Like every single like, situation quote unquote is like drawn out and useless and it doesn't keep me invested and I feel like it's just a hour of fluff every single week and I'm like this is kind of ridiculous and the fact that tonight is the finale makes it more ridiculous because there's so much that hasn't happened that I'm like how is this possible that this is gonna wrap up an entire series like that series I don't think that that's even that I don't feel like it's going to be rewarding. I don't feel like it's going to like satisfy what I've grown to enjoy <laughs> in a sense. So that's my take on it from someone that's new watching it. And I like le legit binged watched it for like a month and a half to like now, like until the season started, this the seventh season started until now. It's like, what what was the point of this? Like, I just kind of like, wasted life for a month and a half for this but that's me and once again i'm new to it so i don't know maybe it's different for you guys that have been watching it but <laughs> that's my take on it aaron do you watch true blood um i don't understand true blood so i don't i i feel like the stories you have to look at it in the sense that it's like a soap opera it's like your stories are on you know that's how i Okay, all right. So when I see it, I treat it like General Hospital, which is a exactly. show I ignore. Oh, vampires oh. and fairies and other mystical things that are wonderful. You know like, what? I, that's how you have to treat it. I like to skip episodes and watch it randomly when other people are watching it. I, I, I feel like when I'm trying to keep track of it, because it's the same network that Game of Thrones comes on, and it comes on usually right after Game of Thrones in the year. So I'm just like, mm -hmm. really? So what I do? What I, I do? Agree. I well, agree with that statement. So I'm just so so the fact that I, I to avoid comparing it to Game of Thrones, I just watch it piecemeal. I just I, I watch an episode here if I'm in someone's house. I may put an episode like if all of a sudden everyone on Twitter is talking about True Blood, I'll watch the episode next week. Yeah. I have I do not follow the show, and I get it. It's like I said. So if you were to ask me a specific, I'd be like I don't know. I only think I I've made the mature adult decision to not call it bad because it's just not for me. It, oh, that's <laughs> so good. That's so like adult of you. Yeah, the show, right? the show the show the show is a soap opera, and soap operas are meant to be a certain way. Exactly. So yeah. Once so. I changed my mindset, then I liked it. But at first, I didn't like it at all. Like after I watched the first season, I'm like, this is horrible. And then I had a friend. She's like, you have to treat it like you know, like Jerry Springer. And I'm like, well, 
I don't see it like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I never watched Jerry Springer. But then, like, once I was like, you know, but it's kind of like a soap opera. And then I co-sign on it. I was like, all right, cool. I can stand behind this. But I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I never really saw it as a soap opera. But now that you mention it, and I guess in hindsight, it, it actually oh, is. Yeah. But, um, I mean, once upon a time, this used to be a really good show. <laughs> really? I mean, it, it really had a great narrative, um, very interesting characters. Um, it, it's based off of the Charlene Harris novels, the Sookie Stackhouse um, books. Mm -hmm. And the books are very good. Um, but somewhere, season four, season five, it, it jumped the shark, like, the shark they're just went way out. <laughs> they're horrible. Yeah, I the just shark... went through them. I just experienced it. They were horrible. The shark was just walking on the beach, just chilling. I mean, it was just so bad. Um, so and I mean, what they did, the problem was they threw in a whole bunch of random characters that had no kind of contribution to the plot whatsoever. Um, there was a lot of plot holes and a lot of loose ends that they didn't tie up with other characters. Um, so it just... It, it really got bad very quickly. And now it's come to a point where some of the characters who I really loved, because um, believe it or not, I used to be a stand for Bill. Like I was all about Bill. I actually liked him more than I did Eric, like first two seasons. Um, but now, like, if Bill lives or dies, I wouldn't give a crap. Like, I, I don't even care anymore. Girl, every single <laughs> week I'm screaming, why is he still alive every single week? I'm like, just die. Yeah, <laughs> just like, die I, so I, we don't have to deal with you anymore. It, it, the, the characters, I, I no longer have empathy for the characters. I no longer have interest. They, spoiler alert, um, if you don't watch True Blood, um, but Tara got killed season at the beginning of the season what 10 minutes into the show mm -hmm. they kill off one of my favorite characters and she comes you know in the form of flashbacks throughout um the season but it it was just ridiculous and random and stupid why they killed her off and I'm then that she's one of your favorites she well lafayette is first and then tara is second um, yeah okay I but but yeah, it was just very <laughs> random. And then I was very disappointed with how they tied up her storyline by having this weird redemption story going on with her mom, Letty that May. That made no sense. That didn't even really matter. Like, I'm yeah. like, why does this matter? This does not matter to anything that's happening or anything that's going to happen or anything you're trying to make happen. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, like since when did Letty May become the protagonist of the show? Like, it, no. they were focusing on her storyline like it meant something. And I'm just like, what? What's going yeah, on, I was ready for something dope to happen, but it never happened. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm happy <laughs> that I wasted my life on this. Thank you, True Blood. Thanks. Alan Thanks Ball is somewhere laughing right now. Like, he's just like, you guys are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on um, to our next question. And then when she comes back on, uh, she can give her comments about True Blood. So is there a new show this season that's really surprised you? Um... I guess the strand, um, like strain. the strand, yeah, like <laughs> strain, the strand, strain. Um, I think that, like you said, you mentioned earlier, you said that it's not a typical vampire show or vampire anything storyline that would you would expect, I guess. It's like more, it's way smart. It's way smarter than I would have imagined it to be. 
I thought it was going to be just like raunchy and like dirty and like kind of like a fancier true blood, if you will. Like once I found out it was coming on FX because they have like a little more artistic like value, I guess, or they were just starting something new that I just wasn't familiar with or knew anything about. But I think that actually surprised me the most because I didn't think I was going to be into it like I was. And I was, I was sick a couple of weeks ago and just started watching it on demand. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And I like watched all the episodes and got caught up. But um, yeah, that's probably mine. Yeah, um, the show that really surprised me, um, and then I'll have Aaron jump in too, um, but uh, Extant really shocked me. I didn't expect it to be good. I actually came in with really low expectations. What channel does that come on? It comes on CBS, which is why oh, I have okay. low expectations. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, no, no, honestly, I thought it was a channel like that as well. I was like, isn't it on like some channel that like doesn't usually have a good rep or like that you wouldn't expect it to be like a really amazing show? I, I don't think I've watched a CBS show since Survivor. Like I, wow. and, and this is like season one when Rich was on there. Like that's how long it's been since I've watched a show on CBS. Wow. Um, yeah. So that scared me a little bit. Um, Halle Berry didn't scare me so much. Like some, a lot of folks on Twitter was like, oh, it's not going to be that good. Halle Berry's in it. But you know, she actually, she is the protagonist, but the show is really centered around Ethan. It's really his show. And I think as the plot develops and evolves, we're going to see more of that. Um, but the, the kid that plays Ethan, who is Halle Berry's um, son, who's an android, who's a robot, um, is amazing. Like, this kid is the creepiest kid on television. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, he scares the crap out of me. And he, he really does um, an excellent performance. Um, and the way they're carrying the story, they had a really great plot twist. I won't reveal it because I know some of you guys probably haven't caught up on last week, um, but they had a really great plot twist um, this past week. They did a two-hour episode. They're doing another two-hour episode um, uh, this week, which is Wednesday nights is when they air on CBS. I think it's at 9 Eastern. Um, but even within the two hours, it was very interesting scene to scene. Um, I was <clears throat> kind of scared when they announced a two-hour um, episode because I was thinking it's going to be slow, it's going to drag, there's going to be a lot of filler. Mm -hmm. uh, but from scene to scene, they maintained the pace very well and it was very interesting. And, and it did surprise me. And, um, you know, I, I did think that Extant was probably going to be one of those summer shows that don't get a renewal at the second season, but um, it's, it's a really good show. And if you haven't caught Extant, um, you know, give it a shot and, and don't let Holly scare you off because it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really good. Um, do we have Shelly back? I think you do. Yay! Hi. Oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. That's fine. Yes, yes to everything you said about Extant. That was I wrote about it on Black Girl Nerds about how I went in with incredibly low expectations. Also, um, and and I I feel bad because it was because of Holly. And I'm like, well, anything that's a star vehicle for her can't be very good. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving her all this shade, but for whatever reason, I had developed those expectations. But the show has been pretty good. And I do love that the focus seems to be more on um, the son because yeah. he does seem to be the most dynamic character of right. the show. Um, Hallie's going through the most, but when it comes to complexity, 
I, I think he has by far on anywhere else on that show, he has the most out of all the characters. Yeah. I can totally agree with that. What are your thoughts um, on True Blood? <laughs> I I kind of feel like some dark force is trying to keep me from talking about True Blood because every time I start to talk about it, the <laughs> microphone cuts off. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, I hate that show so much. And it's, and I think it's, I'm actually hurt that I hate it because it's one of those shows that you really loved. Yeah. And I said, it's like, it's like finding out the boyfriend you were in love with is a complete jerk because it's it, the, the storylines, it has characters uh, doing things just to do things, just to move the plot along, which is the type of storytelling that I always hate, that you created these characteristics and the story arc for all of these characters. And then the past two seasons, they kind of just threw it out the window. In addition to that, they keep putting storyline focus on minor characters that nobody really liked so I'm not sure why they're getting like I can't even remember her name right now I'm so mad the Republican who's oh, now Sarah Newland exactly nobody liked her no. yet she seems nope. to be getting so much screen time this season that I'm like I don't know why you guys is she dating a producer I feel Why? like they got lost somewhere. Like someone got messed up or they were like, we need to finish this and whatever. We're just going to, you know, see what happens and just go with it. Well, like, I think a lot of it has to do with the major executive producer. I can't remember what his name now or the writer when Alan he left. Ball. Yeah. When yeah. we were talking about it last year and we were like, no, let's wait and see what happens when he leaves. I'm like, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. And the bad feeling proved to be true because it's it the show is just it makes no sense. The one shining like every now and then is Eric. But mm -hmm. even then Yep. I agree. If it wasn't for Eric, I don't think I could get through episodes. Me mm. too, girl. Me too. That's why I want Bill to die off because I'm like gonna be more Eric. And then all the characters that I love, Bill has gotten annoying, Sookie has gotten annoying. I never liked Sookie, but that's me. Yeah. Every even when Tara comes back, I'm like, why is she back? Which sucks because, <laughs> because I was excited. I was I was like so sad when she died, but now, yeah. now that she's come back, and I'm like, why is she even on screen? What purpose does this serve? Why I'm are sorry, you guys doing this? It feels very random. I might be alone with this, but I never liked Tara, like ever. And I might be totally wrong about this, but like I said, <laughs> I just started watching it and. Season to season, I only like Tara what she like moved away and like, you know, she was like a kickboxer or whatever. Like she was oh, like, yeah. oh, I do. That's when I kind of started liking her, but then she was doing like occasionally the dumb thing. And yeah. I'm like, I can't co-sign on you, lady. Like you're just like, <laughs> I don't know. She was just a hot mess all the time. She needed a ton of therapy. And I'm like, I just don't have patience for you, Tara. I'm sorry. I want to like you, but I don't have patience. And Lafayette was kind of like her therapist a lot of the time. So like that helped me enjoy her a little bit, but I just, she wasn't one of my faves. It's always been Lafayette and like, I switched off with my second favorite, but for a while it was Bill. And now I just want him to die. Like, I'm like, just go away. Like I don't want anything to do with you. So. That's the kind of impact this show has had on fans. The fact that you actually liked a character at one point and now you just want them to die. Yeah, like I'm gonna <laughs> that just says die. A lot. But I, I want to address something because um, 
at tall girl on Twitter said, how do you watch a TV show that you hate? Personally, I don't have time for that. And I get a lot of tweets from folks asking me that question because I hate tweet it. Um, but you got to think about this. Like, first of all, I've been a fan of True Blood since it first started. I remember when it first aired, I think it was 2007 or 2008. I was living in New York at the time. And on the MTA bus, there was a huge poster of this chick with some red lipstick on, licking the corner of her lip with some blood. And I was just like, this looks really interesting. And I just fell in love with the show watching the pilot. Um, Lafayette blew me away. Tara blew me away. I love the fact that it was a nice Southern backdrop. I love the diversity. The vampires was sexy as all get out. Like, I love the show. Um, and then I wa- read the books as well. I didn't read all of them. I read up to book four. Um, but um, I've been a huge fan of True Blood since it started. And to me, look at it this way, um, you know, there's times where you watch a show and you become so invested in it that you just want to see how it ends. Um, a good analogy would be Lost. Lost mm-hmm. was one of those shows that yep. jumped the shark like two seasons toward the end. Yep. But you kept watching because you were like, when are they going to get off that damn island? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so that's yep. how it is for True Blood for me. I want to see how this ends. I've been on the roller coaster for this long. I'm not just going to stop. Um, so tonight will be the last night, um, that you'll see the hate tweets and then we'll, we'll move on. Um, but I, I do not, uh, watch shows that I don't like. Um, I'm very much a TV prude and, um, I have a very high level of expectation when it comes to, to TV content. So, uh, True Blood has just been the exception just because I've been in there so long. So I've been invested. I've been invested. I'm waiting for my return, but I don't think it's going to happen. I do have a question though. Have has anyone watched The Leftovers? Yeah. Is it bad? I like I'm I'm intrigued, uh, the, but I'm not that intrigued. The problem like, the problem with The Leftovers is that it's not it wait, it's written by the guy who wrote I think they, uh, Damon Lindelof, I forget his name. He's yep. written by the guy who wrote Lost Lost yeah. and Prometheus and his 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 resume is not getting to the point. So mm-hmm. when you look at the trailers, you're like, oh, the rapture's here. What about the rapture? But then you look who wrote it and you and you say and you think to yourself, he may never explain the rapture. Mm-hmm. I don't care about these people. I care about the rapture. They just pluck people off Earth. What happened? Mm-hmm. So the show itself is fine. It's not about what you want the show to be about. It's right. a very dark and dreary show. And the fact that it's so dreary and it's never going to get to the point of explaining what the hell happened to those people means that it's terrible to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and I would never tell anybody to watch it. But if you just like, if it's not a bad show, you could watch it and have an opinion on it and possibly get some enjoyment out of it. But for the trailers, you would think that they would get to the bottom of what the hell just happened What's to these people, on? and they and you can tell after a few episodes in that they're just oh I see they're doing the lost thing. They're just going to talk about it. they're just tell, they're telling the human story, man. It's not about the rapture. <laughs> it's about the human, but the human response, how we survive, man. Yeah. Ugh, no, it's not. Now I don't know how to feel. Like I don't know if I want to attempt that. Watch I don't it. Know if I want to take that. You should watch it. Rude. You should watch yeah. it. No, yeah, I, I tuned into the leftovers um, two episodes in, and then I watched. They sometimes show like the behind the scenes, and they have the show creators give their comments about you know what the show is. And uh, Damon did comment on the fact that this show is not going to talk about the rapture; that it's going to be about the after effects of dealing with friends and family and community. So when I found that out, I was like, oh, ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, some people are still, like, all about it with The Leftovers mm-hmm. and love it. But if, if 
like Aaron said, if they're not going to talk about why they disappeared and the rapture itself, I'm not interested. Am I, am I the only person I don't like regular human dramas because I'm a human and my life <laughs> is drama? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm ignorant. I like when people have problems plus superpowers or this problem and the rapture or this problems and aliens. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I got I got problems. But I wouldn't mind seeing how a Martian pays his rent. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> no, I'm okay with it as long as the characters are compelling enough for me to care. Hmm. Um, the problem I have with the leftovers is that I've yet, besides the people who don't talk, I don't really care about the characters. I kind of feel like they just plop me in a situation, and I don't have any backstory. I, I don't know why I should care about the sheriff. I don't know why I should care about the daughter. It's just all these people who are going through things, and I'm just observing it. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's, all this stuff is happening, but who cares? Right. So if, to me, if you're not going to have an ultimate purpose for the story, then you still need to have like some motivation for the viewer to want to keep coming back week after week after week. And as a, as a viewer, I don't feel like I'm getting that motivation for leftovers. Yeah. It's way too cryptic for me. I just, I can't. I, yeah. I need something. It would have benefited them if they had actually leaned on the rapture. It's one of the things that The Walking Dead gets away with. The Walking Dead is really heavy-handed, but it gets away with it because everything is bracketed by zombies outside of every room. <laughs> so, it, so it ratchets, it makes everything, it makes everything work. It, it makes the soap opera work better because the zombies are always around. So it works. But uh, they're in the leftovers, it's like, you know, the rapture happened, but it's not going to happen again. So these people are sad. Let's watch. <laughs> and that's not that's not really interesting. So but that's my opinion. You, know, you should try it and see what you think about. It. Yeah. On Twitter, Blurred Man says the leftovers pilot is depressing and bleak. Also nonsensical questions that may never be answered. Dramatic torture. <laughs> Agreed. Um, yeah. Some people are into that, though. Yeah, it they got renewed for a second season, so obviously people are watching. Yeah. Uh, so, what are your thoughts about the blurred community's use of hashtags like Dim Thrones, Dim Dreads, Dat Strain? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I use them when I live tweet a lot of those shows. Um, do you guys use the hashtags or? Yeah, I do. I think it's funny. I don't know. I think it's lighthearted and funny, and. I'm into it. I don't know. Uh, Shelly, I don't... I... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm like, Shelly, I don't think I see you live tweet as much. No, and it's because of motherhood and the inability <laughs> to watch television for extended periods of time anymore that I get to live tweet the show. So most of the time, I'm actually watching stuff on replay. Um, I, I think it's kind of funny to. I think it's funny. Yeah, to use it. It's also a great identifier, too, because you yeah. know that chances are if they're using that hashtag, then it's probably a black nerd that you're having a conversation <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen other non-black nerds use them as well, but I would agree with that. Like, instantly, automatically in my brain, I'm thinking it's someone either from the black girl nerd community or, like, something similar that's talking. But I don't know. I like it. I think it's lighthearted and funny. And I think, because um, I want to give credit where credit is due, I think it was the Black Guy Who Tips podcast that coined the Dim Thrones mm -hmm. hashtag. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I saw that on Twitter when I was live tweeting Game of Thrones. I loved it. I jumped into it this past season. 
and um, then myself and D Pizzle on Twitter came up with Dim Dreads for Penny Dreadful, <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Robert Young uses it too, and um, so that's that's our hashtag for for Dim Dreads, and then uh, Dat Strain um, also. Uh, D Pizzle and um, myself and a couple other Twitter followers use that for, for the strain. Um, so it's fun. I, I think it's a great way to help, you know, foster growth and help connect us together. You know, like you said, Shelly, it's, it's a great identifier. Um, so it, it's fun to be able to use those AAVE hashtags and uh, just be able to geek out on our favorite shows. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there a new show that you feel may not last another season? Well, I was gonna get, guess The Leftovers, but you said they got renewed, so. No, that was gonna be my pick, but I guess since they have another season happening, then I was wrong. But that's the one, <laughs> that's the one show. The Leftovers? Yeah. It probably won't last. It, it did get renewed for a second season, but you know, people are dropping out. They are bowing out of the show. Um, so it, it may not last a third season. It's because season. it's a tease. You can't have a show that sole premise is to tease you. Like, but then again, like, da what's his last name? Damon Lindelof. Um, I mean, he's attached to the show, and I feel like sometimes people watch shows just because of the showrunner. Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't know, and I know you guys are gonna tweet to me about this and disagree, but <laughs> I still have feelings about Agents of Shield. I still don't think it's a good show. Mm -hmm. um, I and I think that having Joss Whedon as the name behind the show is what's given it its legs. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes that does happen in TV. Folks have that. Amen, girl. Amen. So. Okay. Well, well, people are. It's kind of like well, people are trusting Whedon. Like you know, I, I agree with you, but uh, people are people are trusting Whedon. And you know, I don't understand why they. I don't know why HBO trusts Lindelof, but it, it, ABC is trusting Whedon and Marvel and Disney, and they're just trusting this to to work on some level and it does <laughs> like i said it did it did work when the uh remember the uh the connection between captain america 2 and the actual show right little things like that little you know you can, yeah you can have a below average rated show if you can every so often two or three times a year have an event that connects to a multi-billion dollar movie franchise perfectly you know what i mean so you know i i think there's like a plan in place i don't know what hbo is doing with the leftovers i thought that show wouldn't be back but, you know, I mean, whatever. I mean, people, they like to watch people being miserable. And also, I think HBO gained a lot of momentum because they went from Game of Thrones, they went from True Detective to Game of Thrones to True Blood to whatever. If, they, if I was reading a serial box for 10 episodes, I think I would have gotten renewed for a second season because everyone was just still sitting there. Everyone was just still sitting there every Sunday. So, mm -hmm. so we'll see. We'll see. So I'm, I'm surprised Leftovers is back. But all right. Well. Yeah. Um, Sally May sucks on Twitter says I was shocked that Halt and Catch Fire got renewed. Horrible. I totally agree. I watched that pilot episode and I was like, what is this show about? That show really reeked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that show did suck. Um, but I am surprised that it got renewed too. Um, Shelly, mm -hmm. do you have one? No, I was going to say The Leftovers too. I, I'm kind of by that one. Um, like I said, I, I I haven't felt that it was very compelling storytelling. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But the, and, I, and that's another thing that I'm like, so how are they going to drag this out for another season? I mean, yeah. the storylines have to be, like, the people that they're building up have to be, like, something of interest. Like, they have to have some sort of deep drama happening. 
because well, I can't see, like you said, I can't see yeah. how that's a, that can continue on. Like, I'm like, okay. And from what I understand, if someone else on Twitter had talked about it, it was like it, it, the novel that is based on only happens in two days. So it I'm happens like, in two days? Yeah. So I'm like, how are they going to, I, I'm shocked that they managed to draw out an entire season from a novel set on two days. How are they going to do multiple seasons on this? I, I just don't, I don't see how it could work. I mean, is the, uh, is the show be also based on two days or is it just, it doesn't seem like it. Oh, you don't okay. realize they brought in the master of drawing things out to draw things out. This is where Lindelof makes his money. You want to know where he gets the checks? This is why he makes the money that we don't make because we're like, all right, we're going to need to take this two day story and we're going to need to make it as many seasons as we can get paid for. Are you up for it, Mr. Lindelof? He's like, I can do this. Oh I can do <laughs> I this. this. And then this is where next season when we start like, wow, this has been like years of this misery. Then we start to understand what Lindelof is because he's good at that. It's annoying to me and I want to hit him with a chair, but that is his genuine <laughs> talent of drawing stories out endlessly and endlessly and not answering any questions. So we're about to see it. Yep. And I, I agree with you guys with the leftovers. That was my answer as well. I, even though it was renewed um, for a second season, I just don't feel like it's going to last. I don't think it's going to last as long as Lost did. And I think a lot of people are scarred from Lost. We're, we're mm -hmm, still right. wounded. I'm, I'm very <laughs> wounded. Um, so yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's going to last. Um, Uncredited Rewrite says, I think the second season of The Blacklist will be its last if the rest of the cast doesn't step up. Hmm. I thought Blacklist was doing pretty good. I don't actually watch Blacklist, but I thought it was doing all right. Um, but the blacklist isn't coming back. Well, he thinks that it's not going to last. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I like James Spader being James Spader all over the place. That was fun. It's always it's He's... always entertaining to watch. Me too. I love him. I I need to get into that show. I, I don't know. There's sometimes there's shows that just kind of like fly under my radar, and I just don't get a chance to catch them. But I I love James Spader, yeah. so I really need to get on Blacklist and. It's gotten a lot of good reviews. Yeah, the only the only flaw with the show would possibly be is if you don't mind one person just dominating everyone else. Like it's clearly his show in a way. The Cosby Show was a Bill Cosby show. Like it's a show about this one dude being like in, in around. Like it's everyone. Everything is orbiting around James Spader in a ridiculous way that may offend some people, or you may think it's completely awesome and totally worth multiple seasons of this. <laughs> Depends on how much you like James Spader. I love him to death, so I just like watching the I like watching the planet orbit around him. Yeah. So <laughs> he's yeah. the dude on blacklist yeah mm -hmm. definitely um so what this may be a very obvious answer for everybody but um what has been the worst show of the season <laughs> new or old true blood for me i think it was pretty horrible yeah once again because i rushed through it i rushed through an entire series of something to get to this so it's like i feel like I don't know, let down. Like, I feel hurt. Like, like Shelly said, I feel, like, hurt. I'm like, I'm so hurt right now, and I feel like a fool for <laughs> rushing through this. I legit rushed for the premiere. I was like, let me hurry up so I could, I could be true to the show, and they let me down. So that's my answer. I, I would agree. I'm not going to say the name of the show, because every time I say it out loud, my microphone cuts off. But yes, I would agree with you. <laughs> Aaron, do you have a particular selection? All right, let's see. Um, here we go. Um, uh, there's a show on Fox 
that called gang related that I watched an episode of because it had a Latino male lead and it was about, you know, it was about the type of crime cop stuff. And I was like, I wonder if they're just going to be racist. I'll give it a try <laughs> because, you know, you know, when, you know, when you look at the show, you look at the show and you see it's like Mexican cartel guy, drug dealer. And then you look and everybody wrote it as white and you're like, let's see what happens. And, you know, and it's just as culturally ignorant and stupid as you can possibly imagine. Oh, I watched two man. episodes of the show. It was the worst show unbearable of every possible because it was a, a team with um the rizza spanish dude korean dude white lady uh, a short angry white lady um and some other racial stereotypes and they all acted just as just as much as the trope as you could pop- the, the tropiest tropes i've seen in years to their credit <laughs> so, <Tropiest> tropes. <laughs> so you know and but the show itself was ridiculous and very and slightly racist and i think it's already been canceled i watched two episodes and i was like this is just as terrible as i thought and then i watched the bridge and i was like oh this is how you handle this type of subject matter right and yeah so the worst show i've seen this year was actually be gang related i believe it's been canceled already like debuted in july and it's gone now <laughs> but oh, that was wow. the worst show yeah so that would mm. be the worst show yeah. Um, has anybody watched Power yet? No. No, I am. Okay. I I haven't seen it either. Well, scratch that. I did watch parts of the very first episode, and I just couldn't get into it. But I see a lot of folks that live tweet it, and uh, it's gotten some pretty rave reviews. So um, I was just curious well, to know if any of you guys had watched it. When you brought up Gang Related, I just thought about Power. That's um, the one on Showtime? It's on stars. So, oh. yeah. That's awkward. Oh, yeah. Stars. You mean stars? <laughs> like, that... any show that comes on stars is awkward. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, that's weird. Yeah, isn't stars that network that doesn't allow you to actually watch their shows unless you have stars directly and pay them directly for stars? Yeah. That's like totally awkward. Yeah. You can't well, watch their shows anywhere. I, I only have stars because I ordered Showtime. So, you get the package. If you get Showtime, you get stars for free. Mm hmm. At least with my local cable network. So, that's the only reason why I have it. And I checked it out and. Eh, I, I couldn't really get into it, but uh, yeah, I, I don't really know stars much for having a lot of original programming. Yeah, so it'll. Odd. I'm interesting to see how power pans out. They got they got really hyped up after Spartacus debuted really well, and they didn't realize that most of the audience was watching it on Netflix. And they got uppity, and then they changed their whole format <laughs> of you being able to watch their shows. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Now, like even HBO was looking at them funny, like guys, we just like they just they like Spartacus, so and then everything. Kind of the bottom kind of fell out on their stuff. So it made everyone miss out on Boss, which is a great show, Kelsey Grammer on. So I don't know if you guys ever watched Boss. I didn't. I didn't. It it's was on, good. It's on Netflix. It, well, it's fun to watch Kelsey Grammer because like sometimes some some shows are carried by and by sometimes you just like someone's face and how they're acting. Like it's just like mm -hmm. James Spader in Blacklist. It's like watching Kelsey Grammer be an a corrupt Chicago politician is intoxicating. Just hmm. watching him be, watching him be, because you know, once you, once you know in real life, he's like a staunch Republican. He actually is a bit of a conservative and a bit of a jerk. So when you see him in character acting as naturally, acting as natural as he normally acts in the street, just being corrupt Chicago mayor, superb. Great, great show. But Stars and Let's Watch It, so whatever. That's kind of depressing because isn't like the next show Kelsey Grammer supposed to be in with Martin Lawrence? He's supposed to be on a show with Martin Lawrence. Yes, yes. I want to see that so bad. That's when what does that come like, on, by the way? I, I got to live tweet that one. Yeah, when you were like, he's so compelling. I'm like, oh. You're <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, Martin Lawrence. Yeah, it's, it's partners. Yeah, Kelsey and Martin are getting together. I just hope 
you know, going back to the whole racial tropes and stereotypes, I just hope they don't play into that. Because whenever there's like buddy, because I think it's like a buddy cop show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, two Chicago lawyers from vastly different backgrounds unexpectedly meet in court as they face a personal crisis. Okay, lawyers. All right. You know, whenever you pair black and white together, they're... Uh, they the, always play up to stereotypes. Yeah, they do. So I just hope the show doesn't go down that path. But um, the, the previews were sure. full of that. So I, my expectations are not going to be so down. And I don't think it'll be like Holly Mary or Expanse. It, I, I'm pretty sure it, it, it will be what I think it will be. Okay. You're, we're, we're losing you a little bit on your mic. There, Shelly. Yeah. Okay. You're fine now. A little. You're bit. fine now. Yeah. yeah. I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. I'm leaning right against the computer. <laughs> <laughs> You're very intimate with us, and we appreciate it. Um. Um. And then my my worst is is True Blood. So yeah. Enough said. Um. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <finish the time. laughs> not gonna give them any more airtime. <laughs> um. So I'll go to Twitter real quick. A lot of folks got stuff to say about uh, the worst show. Uh, Mary Kirk says, Halt and Catch Fire, the worst, gah, or The Leftovers. Um, yeah, and those are terrible. Uh, Secure Passion uh, says, Hoping Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets better soon, but I admire the concept. I agree. I'm going to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, when it comes back, because they're stepping up their game with the casting and that has been my issue with agents of shield i don't like the characters i don't the actors have no chemistry whatsoever um so they're bringing on lucy lawless uh xena warrior princess and uh kyle mclaughlin uh will be additions to the cast so just adding those two guys alone i'm i'm my interest is peaked so um i'm gonna definitely catch agents of shield this summer or this fall um and then Lala Yee, Lala underscore Yee says, only watched the first season of Boss, but it was good. So, yeah, good stuff. So, um, what shows are you looking forward to seeing this fall? Right? We got a lot of new shows coming uh, this fall. Um, Tanya, any favorites? Um, I'm just going to stay true to things I've loved in the past, which is obviously The Walking Dead and American Horror Story. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I have them in my phone. Like, these are the <laughs> nights to make sure nothing else is happening. That and the Beyonce concert, just saying. <laughs> oh, uh, when is that coming on? That's September 20th, girl. Make sure you are home and be involved in that because I've been counting down days for every, all three of these things, I may all snark, three of these events. I may snark tweet that one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't hate Beyonce, but I'm just, I'm not a Beyonce stan. Like I see folks mm -hmm. on Twitter go crazy over her. So, uh, I'm definitely, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. What she, I think she like has a spell on certain people. <laughs> I, really yeah. it I have no idea what my it is brother about. thinks she's a member of the illuminati i don't know <laughs> I, think I, I would i would co-sign on that i think she is <laughs> uh, uh did i cut you off go ahead uh was you were you about to say no something? no that's it those are that's it just beyonce um american horror story <laughs> and um the walking dead that's it 
Um, Shelly, what about you? I know you got to leave soon. Yeah. Um, uh, is my voice okay now? Yeah. yeah. You're fine. Okay. All right. Um, I'm looking forward to American Horror Story as a given, but I'm also looking forward to Gotham. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what how that's going to go. I'm also looking forward to a show that's coming on tonight, Intruders, on BBC America. Um, What's that about? I don't know. I, I mean, it's it has that kind of that same true detective creepy feel to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that it doesn't disappoint me. BBC America has a tendency to produce pretty good shows, though. So, like Orphan yeah, Black yeah. and things. Black. So I'm expecting it to be a good show. Um, yeah, and when Game of Thrones comes back, all those. I think that's like the spring. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay, and Gotham and Intruders tonight. Yeah. Um. By the way, um, before I ask Aaron this question, um, I feel obligated as a nerd podcast to bring up Doctor Who. Did anybody watch that on Saturday? Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my entire evening is organized around editing this program and then watching Doctor Who. Funny that you ask. How was it for you uh, with the new Doctor Capaldi? I mean, um, I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm preparing myself. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I'm about to start watching once the show is over. I'm going to get everything done and I'm literally going to get a nice beer and I'm going to get a nice dinner and I'm just going to sit and watch that. Funny that you oh. mentioned it. So, okay, all right, yeah. I Twitter was just crazy uh, yesterday with the hashtags. Like, all of the hashtags were about Doctor Who. <laughs> so, um, I know a lot of folks, from what I gather, because I I don't watch Doctor Who. I don't watch Doctor Who. Um, hey, um, but I hey, I saw up? a may, lot of folks. May, may, about... may I ask what's wrong? If you, I heard you don't watch Doctor Who, is everything okay? <laughs> I know, I know. And I get the weirdest reactions. Like, okay, I, I, first of all, Doctor Who was one of those shows that just, I never watched, Mm -hmm. you know, there wasn't any rhyme or reason behind it. I just never watched it. So um, we actually did a Doctor Who podcast last year. Angelique ran the podcast because I don't watch the show. So she was like the host. And um, I started to watch the show after we had aired the podcast with Matt Smith. Um, and I just couldn't get into it. So, and I know folks are like, to be fair, I should probably go further back, um, and watch some of the other doctors, but I, I couldn't yeah. get into this past. I season think Matt you Smith. have to go back. Like if you're just not into it, you're just not into it. It's not your jam. Some, like, you know, you know, it's funny. I think some shows actually require a bit of momentum and also they don't, they don't help. The hype machine doesn't do anything with the show. I, when I was watching Mad Men, I didn't mm-hmm. care when everyone was like, this is the greatest show ever. The hype machine damaged the product. And I think if you were one day, if you're sitting there in your, in your apartment bored and not thinking about anything and you're a little tired, put on Doctor Who without then you look without anyone in your ear. Because I like Mad Men. I watched Mad Men for four seasons in a, four seasons in a month when I was bored. I was like, whatever. And the same thing with Breaking Bad. When everyone said it's the greatest show ever, I was like, screw all of you and but then all of a sudden like two weeks ago i was dead tired i was laying face down on the couch and i was like all right fine walter white please do something (laughs) and i was my mind was and i was taken aback by it so it it may doctor who may be one of those shows because i noticed a lot of people now they're like "Eh, i don't think so because everyone's now freaking out about doctor who in a way we weren't three in a way we weren't three years ago yeah so you know it, 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 it may actually damage your your enjoyment of the show so return to it whenever it's a good show 
is a reason why I think I think it makes sense that you don't like it. So just give it a sec. Give like come back to it. Like maybe like at some point between now and the end of next year. And I think you might feel a little differently about it. On like a sick day. If yeah. you're like sick and at home, you're mm-hmm. like, oh I'm so bored and sick and I feel horrible. Try it then because I agree with him. I didn't like Doctor Who at first either, but then like I revisit the first like newer season, I'm gonna say, the second go at it. And I was like, oh okay. Like mm-hmm. I could be okay with this. There, so I agree. there are mm-hmm. lots of shows and video games that are damaged by by just over the hype machine. Some yeah. things just don't handle things that don't hold up against it. So, agree. Yeah. Aaron, what are what shows are you looking forward to seeing this fall? Just blackish because they got all those damn black people on at prime time <laughs> on network television. That's that all. Like that's gonna be good. I don't even care if it's not. I'm watching it. If it's bad, I'm not saying nothing. I'm watching. I'm just <laughs> leaving it on the screen. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm leaving it on the screen. I'm gonna leave it on multiple screens. I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna be. It's I'm, if people can say, "What do you think about the show?" I think it's fantastic. I will lie through my teeth. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> that show would have to be horrendous. That would have to be some type of Tyler Perry quality type sitcom type for me to be like, "I don't think I enjoy the show." If it's average, I will say nothing. It it gets out of nine. I am I am so excited about the prospect for this program. I'm just I don't I am obviously gonna I'm gonna try and goose the ratings myself. As one man, I don't care. I I own it. That's a that's affirmative action viewing right there. Yes, I refuse. I refuse. I don't understand. They got because, like I said, it doesn't. And I'm looking at the trailers. I'm like, none of these negroes are capering around. Nothing. Nobody. <laughs> nothing. They're just all black people. They just doing stuff. They black. I'm, like I said before, you know how wild it is when black people are doing normal stuff on television, just going Isn't to work, bananas, and then they drive home, and then they make spaghetti. What? They're black crazy so yeah i'm about that show i'm i'm all about it what it network would, is that on by the way abc i believe okay all right i need to yeah i need to put that on my list yeah i want to see blackish my um my picks are gotham um flash and shonda rhymes how to get away with murder i think that's going to be really interesting yeah yeah so um those are the three shows that i'm really looking forward to those are all new shows by the way um i mean i'm obviously walking dead i'll be there you know with bells on um and all of the other shows that i'll be anticipating the orphan black and game of thrones but the new shows um gotham flash and how to get away with murder i'm really excited about gotham kind of concerned about that because i've seen some yeah, I, I've seen some mixed reviews on the internet, and I hate scrutinizing reviews before seeing something, because a lot of people, you know, it's it's all relative, right? Well, I Subjective. honestly didn't look at the reviews. I just, you have that gut feeling, like, that it's it's overhyped, mm-hmm. so it's, it's probably not going to pan out to what you want it to be, but I remain hopeful. You know, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong on that one. Well... But- Folks should not have an expectation that Gotham is going to be anything like Batman mm-hmm. because it's not. Um, it's like a city film noir stylized um, kind of show that focuses on um, really just the city of Gotham itself and uh, they'll feature various villains. Um, so if you kind of have an expectation that it's going to mirror anything to what you saw in the films, then you'll you will be disappointed. Um, so I hope that the negative reviews weren't based off of that and that they took the show for what it actually is. Um, cause I think there was some kind of confusion about, you know, what kind of show Gotham will be. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for it. I hope it's really good. Flash had a very, very impressive trailer. 
That yes. was um yeah, that was like some yeah. in the movie theater type of trail. It was very, it was very, very impressive, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. And CW is definitely stepping up their game, um, you know, with what they're doing with Arrow. So I'm I, I think that Flash is actually gonna be a really good show. Um so yeah, and then on Twitter a lot of folks were saying the same thing. Uh we've got let's see, Nikki B nineteen twenty, she's excited for the Flash. And um, a lot of folks are commenting as well about the doctor, uh, Doctor Who. Blurred Man says, I saw some Doctor Who as a kid. I did watch uh, some of the latest Doctor Who, Martha Jones, Harkness, but never deeply got into it. Uh, so still some leftover tweets about Doctor Who. Um, Angela Levy says that she is looking forward to House of Cards season three, even though it won't start until February. Hell's yes. House of Cards. It's funny thing about House of Cards is that I would be okay if the series never went on again. I feel like it's over from the beginning. Wow. From the from no not not in terms of quality. I mean in terms of the actual narrative. It was a, mm. it was like you know he was like, uh, nah, I don't want to spoil it, so I'm just gonna pause for five seconds so everyone can. And five in the beginning, he said he wanted to be president, and then he's president. Mission complete. I don't want to watch his downfall. I'm so happy that the villain won. I've never seen. I'm, I'm so happy that Joker killed Batman. Yeah. Oh, we're done. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about anything else you've done. I'm done. You're. I'm so happy for you and happy for this that I just never that the villain was the smart. Because usually in things when the villain is the smartest person in the room all the time, they get messed up because the writers deem it so. The finger of God comes and then pushes something down on them and then they fail. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, I know where didn't fail, and that's so awesome that they just let him cook because he's the smartest guy in every room he walked into. Yeah. And he got what he needed to get. And that's just, I don't, I don't, I know, I don't even want it. I don't even want to hear any more about him. He's the president. Fucking. How, good how are they going to step it up, though? I mean, because that's a good point. Like, he's the leader of the free country. How, that's the highest. There's no, there's no place know, else for him. Oh. There's no place else for him to go but down. And I don't want to see it. Yeah, that's mm. true. Good point. Darn I it. I don't want to see it. I'm done. Like I said, it'll, uh, someone will, I'm not, I'm not watching it. Someone will have to literally tell me the coast is clear after like eight or nine episodes <laughs> i'm satisfied and the thing about it is i understand myself like sometimes i see stories and i'm satisfied with where they're at and i'll just stop like i remember i don't know if anyone either one of you watched fringe a long time ago oh yeah years Fri ago fringe fringe effectively ended after season three but went on for two more seasons of nonsense yeah. but at the end of season three i was like this looks like it's over <laughs> like and i was like this is done i'm going to stop watching so then i looked we took me a year later to watch season four and five and i was like oh i, I had made the right idea the show had ended at season three despite still being on television it was over so yeah. i feel like that about house of cards i'm i'm i'm, I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> but oh, not in the yeah. way you think <laughs> gosh that's an excellent point i never thought about that yeah he has nowhere to go but down yep damn it i don't want to watch that i have no interest in that frank underwood is my dude <laughs> he's everybody's dude we're all rooting for him so um and then uh cc 2008 uh says can't wait to see sleepy hollow scandal how to get away with murder gotham game of thrones house of cards um yeah thanks for bringing up sleepy hollow he was sleeping on sleepy hollow there yeah, yeah. i haven't seen it so <gasps> yeah i know um i should i'm probably gonna binge watch it before the season premiere because of you actually because of you and your tweets i'm like this looks <laughs> so good or sounds so good so i'm like all right i'll probably binge watch it and then be ready but i hope it won't let me down like true blood did because i felt like i was lied to and cheated like i just i can't i can't have that happen again 
Yeah, yeah. It's oh gosh, it'll be interesting to see what what True Blood does tonight. But um, yeah, Sleepy Hollow. I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to see Sleepy Hollow. And what I love about Sleepy Hollow, as, aside from the magnificence of the show itself, um, is the Twitter atmosphere. You know, they are mm-hmm. very active on Twitter. The Sleepy Hollow Fox account actually follows Black Girl Nerds on Twitter, so they retweet a lot of the tweets that I put out there. Uh, Orlando Jones is like this huge social media cheerleader. Uh, so he's very, I mean, for real, Orlando Jones, man, he he's crazy on Twitter. Like he talks in AAVE about the characters and, and he just keeps it real with what's happened with the dialogue. He tweets like it's one of us watching the show for the first time, mm-hmm. criticizing the characters and, you know, having snark remarks. That's the way he tweets. He, he doesn't do it in this, you know, kind of formal We'll see what's happening in this scene here. And this scene was constructed by our script writer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like he's, he's just one like of one of us. And, um, <laughs> I love that. I love that about Trolando. Um, So yeah, Orlando Jones, Nikki Biari, she sometimes does a live tweet. Um, Tom Meissen has not um, live tweeted, even though he has a Twitter account. Um, so he's not actually engaged in a lot of the live tweets, but um, but they're very active and vocal on Twitter, and they actually stay um, very active on Twitter even off season. So you'll see a lot of tweets coming from the Sleepy Hollow account throughout the summer and mm-hmm. throughout those off months, which I think is great because you got to keep your show relevant, you got to keep folks engaged, and there's still folks out there that have not watched the show that may check in um, as the new season starts. So kudos to the sleepy hollow folks I, I i like you guys you you have a soft spot and and somewhere in the corner of my heart somewhere <laughs> um so yeah i i think we have pretty much knocked everything out a lot of folks have had some really great comments and and feedback about the various shows so <laughs> aaron uncredited rewrite says okay what the heck you're gonna kill fringe too so um what what did i do what did i do to fringe what, what did i what did i do to fringe i think you mentioned that after season three that well, yeah. it was kind of done and yeah yeah it, it should be it should be a lot of people don't like fringe because of the last two seasons if you stop at the right point you will love a show more i'm doing people a service and people are swinging at me and i don't know what to do about that i'm gonna keep doing it though <laughs> i'm telling people when to stop watching and you'll enjoy the show more i think fringe is one of the best sci-fi series i've ever seen up to season three and then it stops and no one remembers that because everyone remembers how terrible the show ended. So you know what? Stop watching. I'm making, please listen to me. Stop. Just stop. It's okay. You don't have to finish every show you watch. You don't. <laughs> yeah. It's so. it's so tragic when shows jump the shark, oh especially God. when they start off really good and just it's really gritty and great writing. And then they just go random with the plot lines and it just feels like they are in the writer's room, you know, hashing out ideas and just throwing a dart at the dartboard and going, all right, let's do this to this character. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and put this character on this side. And it's just, it feels very random what, what uh, they're doing right now with True Blood. So uh, it's, it's sad. It's I, tragic. I like to assume that uh, uh, money, money exchanged hands. Like someone was like, no, I'm done writing my story, but thank you for the offer. And then someone, they take a piece of paper and they slide it across the table. You want to pay me how much? Do what? Um... Well, sure, I could I could do more of that that you want to pay me for now. Yes, I'd love to write more. Thank you. <laughs> and then and then that's where the shows go, and they wind up doing that for three, four, five seasons. And I think that happened to True Blood because I remember when I first started watching True Blood, it was okay. It was an yeah. okay show. I just never got into it. Now now it's soap opera. 
someone's getting paid for that. (laughs) So, you know, it's fine. Someone said on Twitter that um, fanfic writers can write better scripts than the writers on True Blood right now. I think Mm -hmm. that's an insult to fanfic writers, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's that bad. It's it's really that bad. It's horrible. So stay tuned tonight. Uh, I'll be live tweeting. Uh, True I'm going to be live tweeting as well. Yes, Latanya is going to be live tweeting. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll do that and, and really hate tweeting. It, it, it's hate tweeting at this point. Yeah. Um, so tune in for that. And then we're going to wrap up the show next week. Uh, it's going to be myself and a bunch of testosterone. Uh, we will, our, our episode is all things James Bond. So we're going to have just a complete show dedicated to James Bond and the beauty that is 007. So I will have Ramon, Ralphie and Rob, the three R's. Wow. Um, they'll be coming on next week to, to discuss all things James Bond. So please tune in for that Sunday night, 7 PM Eastern standard time. And thank you all for listening in live. Love your tweets tonight. And uh, thank you, LaTanya. And thank you, Shelly. Yes, and thank you, Aaron. Appreciate your feedback. No problem. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. See you guys next week. Thank you. Finally, I'm finally free. Finally, I'm finally me.